0: Shocker! Alabama is not going to be in the college football playoffs this year. Helmets off is on. Hey, folks, welcome on into Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, your host. Fun show today. Of course, uh, we're right, right at the precipice of uh, the beginning of college football. It's been a couple of games played so far, or one or so. Um, very uneventful game, by the way. Uh, well, of course, it was. Uh, Nebraska and Illinois. And Nebraska, man, look bad. Well, who's gonna look good this year? Uh we're gonna talk about that. Which uh teams do I think are actually gonna be in the playoffs and uh who I think is gonna win the whole thing? Uh Heisman Trophy prediction, and then uh this whole Alliance thing with the Pac-12 and Big Ten and ACC. What what the heck does that all mean? So uh anyway. Let's get at it. All right. Uh, Thank you uh, for joining in. And uh, please share your comments, anything you like. I'd love to have you a part of what we do. Been doing this for five and a half years now and uh, just uh, really enjoy it. Love it. So, all right. Uh, Well, as I said, Scott Frost, who's in his third year at Nebraska, Nebraska traditional kind of power in college football, you know, a perennial top 10 team. And they just looked awful and you thought with Scott Frost a former player uh, had success at UCF was was really good as a coordinator at Oregon and, and everyone kind of was like yeah this is this is going to happen here and it just has not happened at all uh, there's a, you know a lot of teams kind of trying to figure that out uh, here, here's the thing that um, you know you look at college football and, and there's talk now about not having a, a playoff and, and which teams are going to be good and which teams are going to be bad this year and, or, or expanding the playoffs. or And, of course, Texas and Oklahoma have really created this, like, shift right off the old axis of, of college football. Maybe it's, maybe it's been there and everyone's just finally admitting it. I don't know. Anyways, um, all right. So if we're looking at the present college football playoff, system. There's four teams, right? And you usually go Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and somebody else, right? I mean, that that's basically it. So if you're looking at this year, you're like SEC. The question is, does somebody who doesn't play Alabama, are they good enough to get into and win and really beat Alabama? Or have a good enough resume that they actually make it along with Alabama. I kind of think that's hard. I mean, you've got some good teams. You've got Florida, you've got Georgia, you've got Auburn, uh, you've got Alabama, right? I mean, I mean, really that that's really all. Everyone talks about how great deep and whatever the, the SEC is, but Mississippi is not great I don't care about Lane Kiffin you're never going to recruit like you do at Alabama or any of those other schools Mississippi State not good maybe Tennessee gets a little bit better but they're still they're still not there uh Mississippi uh, State with uh Mike Leach eh, he he, he uh, who knows you know may, maybe he maybe he's so prolific offensively that you have to ask yourself who can beat Alabama is Georg- Georgia may be the team. Uh, you got JT Daniels, who started, who, who was the number one recruit in the country uh, at, at USC, and, and really, I think I have no idea why they didn't bring him back to be the starter. Uh, they they kind of fell in love with Keaton Slovis, and and he's been good. I mean, he's you know not he's been been very good actually, but they still they still have uh, you know I, I, he's still a good player, and and I think I think. I, I would not be surprised for some reason, if Georgia comes out of of the uh, the SEC this year, and if Georgia comes out of the SEC, that's probably the only team, and they probably beat Alabama. But you're, you're going to have some schools, and you're going to have, you know, everyone in in the West is kind of putting their hopes on Oregon. Oregon plays Ohio State early on in the season. And I just think that's uh, – Oregon's got a lot of things to answer. And I don't know that at the beginning of the season that they can answer those questions. Uh, too many new faces and, uh, and really key places. And to go to Ohio State early on in the season, that's a tough one. So they're probably going to lose that game. And the minute they lose that game, they're gone. They're, they really are. I mean, they're – you know, maybe later on, you know, if they have one loss – All season long, they go through the Pac-12, undefeated, don't lose a game, win the Pac-12, then they can recover from week one against Ohio State. But it just goes to say, you know, the Pac-12 can't beat uh, a ranked opponent now or or someone from, you know, one of the big conferences like the SEC or the Big Ten. Now, if you get, like, Oregon winning early on in the year, then then you're going to get – you're gonna get other teams in the conference will just automatically gain some respect. And then 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 people start waking up a little bit to the Pac-12, like, oh wait, we can't, we can't pass on the Pac-12. The problem with the Pac-12 is they've got a lot of good teams, they don't have a great team. And if there's anybody, you know, one team just has to run the table. They just have to, or have one loss, and that loss really, really has to come early in the it has to come early in the season. That's the only way the Pac 12 has any shot. And th- and there's there's legitimate uh paths to that, but uh the Pac-12 just beats itself up every year. And and having an extra conference game makes it even harder. So, uh it's a tough deal. So, the Pac-12 is kind of hinging on Oregon and not even for Oregon's sake, but for others' sake. I mean, USC is ranked high. USC and Utah play in October, the first of the year. And and really, the winner of that game right there is they're going to go. That's the Pac-12 South Champ. I mean, it really is. And and that's that's the toughest game for Utah as far as go, having to go somewhere. They play the the only other tougher teams uh, in Salt Lake and Arizona State and Oregon. Uh, so you know, there's a possibility. Now, see Oregon if they beat Ohio State, go through the season, they do well. Utah beats Oregon late. Then, then there's a legitimate shot of talking about Utah for the college football playoffs, like happened a couple of years ago. If, you, if Utah wins Pac-12 championship against Oregon, they go to the playoffs. Plain and simple. So, that, so there's a legitimate path for the Pac-12, but it really it hinges on, you know, Oregon early on. It just does. I mean, it's just it's just it's just the perception of of what everybody is is, uh, you know, trying to. You know, that's how, that's just how they'll look at it. <laughs> so um Ohio State, I just think Clemson is in a rebuild new quarterback. Wouldn't be surprised if Clemson lost the game and Clemson's one of those Clemson's like the San Francisco 49ers back when I played in the NFL, the 49ers always had, 11 12 win seasons because they had a crappy conference you know they played garbage teams most most of the year and clemson's kind of the same way they're in a weak conference i mean talk about the pac-12 the acc probably a lot weaker in football than the pac-12 but they're on the east coast clemson's gonna get a lot of love they just are uh i'll tell you who i'm gonna pick uh, and I'll just get on the bandwagon a little bit. I'm going to pick Oklahoma and Ohio State in a national championship game. That's really what I, I It's really what I think. Oklahoma, the Big 12 is really down. Oklahoma is really good. Ohio State, Big 10 is down. Ohio State's really good. They could have the path, probably the easiest of any of the teams to get to. To uh, to. get to. And, and I'm doing this because I hate Alabama. I'm not picking Alabama. I don't even care. I don't even care. Shoot me dead. I am not going to go with uh, Alabama. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. uh, Heisman Trophy uh, predictions. Who in the heck is going to win the Heisman Trophy? All right, folks, welcome back. It is helmets off. uh, Second segment of the show. Of course, everyone. Uh, is wondering also about Heisman Heisman hype and who is actually uh, going to win the Heisman Trophy. So here's how I'm going to do this, and this is I think this is kind of funny. Uh, you get all of these like lists, right? The Heisman watch list, and it's really like Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Miami. And then there's someone else, like uh, North Carolina. That that's kind of that's kind of more of what what folks are kind of maybe predicting here, here a little bit. Um, and the Heisman Trophy, I've always felt like was this really prestigious award. Like, man, and and it is. It has a lot of cachet. But they've had some dumb Heisman Trophy winners in the years, and and I just kind of scratched my head at it some years, like there's just i don't know there's not somebody uh is it you know that that really just kind of i guess grabs you and and people vote for this right and so they vote regionally they vote who they know the most about they don't really pay attention they don't really watch is it really the most prestigious thing i mean the former heisman winners get a vote so it's it's uh it's kind of, it's 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 questionable i guess to think that this is actually the best award or the best player in college football. I, I I really really speculate about that from year to year. Now now some years you just go duh right, and and, and I think even even last year maybe a little bit. Uh, when last year was a weird year, I don't know if we can count last year. And and it's not a knock uh, on on who won it last year, but it's just it's a little bit. I don't know. Um, I guess. Uh, maybe watered down so and so here's here's who I'm going to tell you is not going to win the Heisman Trophy I think I'm going to do that instead um Sam Howell is on the list from North Carolina he ain't going to win it uh Derek King from Miami I'll tell you what he's going to win king of the NIL man that dude is just racking it up as far as uh endorsements and opportunities not, he's not going to make it either. Uh, DJ Ugalele from uh, Clemson, the, uh, of course, the heir apparent to, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence, year away, maybe, maybe in a year. In fact, he might be the the potential guy, right? Alabama quarterback, Bryce Young. Yeah, No. Uh Ohio State quarterback, CJ Stroud. Yeah. Georgia quarterback, JT Daniels. Yeah. And then, of course, they love to throw the obligatory defensive back, Derek Stingley. Stingley, sorry, Jr. from LSU. Uh, so I'm gonna predict. Uh, and, and of course, the quarterback from uh Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler. Okay. Of all of these people. I just it boggles my mind to say, "Wow, um, this is just so homerish to me," and and I really don't know that uh, you know they really. This just shows you this isn't the best players in college football. It really isn't. There's there's nobody from the Pac-12. Not there's not a single person. And I think there are people in the Pac-12, when you look at quarterbacks, uh, look at Utah. uh, Charlie Brewer may have a breakout year for Utah this year. Uh, Keaton Slovis may have an amazing year at USC. Uh, uh, Jaden Daniels at Arizona State, possibly. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson is 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 could be poised at, at UCLA. I mean, Chip Kelly has coached a Heisman. I mean, there's there's a lot of really good players that aren't even getting a sniff, and really could could play into this if, if they have great years. So I'm going to go anti everybody who's on the list, and I'm going I'm going to go out way on a freaking limb here, and say it's going to be someone from the Pac-12. I'm I'm big on the Pac-12 this year. I really am. I I, I think there's great football. I think a lot of these guys have matured uh, in in some of these key positions that are typically Heisman Trophy opportunities. I I, I just get a, I, you know I, I think these some of these teams are going to fall early. I, I you know it could be a down year for Alabama if there's ever such a thing. It could be uh, a, a new era for Ohio State. Maybe Ohio State. You know they may, they may be beating the team, but. I just I just think someone else, other than who's on the stinking list, is actually going to be, well, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. I'm going against the grain. All right, we're going to take another break, come back, and uh, I've got uh, the Alliance. Not the Alliance of American Football, that spring football league, but the Alliance. Uh, you've got the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC ganging up on – the mean, old, sinister SEC and trying to create balance in the universe of college football. I'm going to tell you how I feel about it when uh, when I come back. Uh, welcome back. How it's off. Final segment of the day. Look, uh, this whole alliance thing that happened between the Big 12, or, well, they didn't even bring the Big 12 into this, but the Pac-12, the... Um, Big 10 and the ACC. Okay, on the surface, this is what, when this all happened, here was my first thought. They think that the Big 12 is dead because why wouldn't you invite them to the alliance? And they hate the SEC because why wouldn't you invite them to the alliance? And what they said is, "Your, your move, SEC, taking Texas and Oklahoma, is about the most selfish thing you could possibly do for the overall health and well-being of all of college football. Are you that, I mean, I mean they are. They're that arrogant to just say, yeah, we, uh, we think we're just so much better than everybody else in the country. We're always winning the national championship. The whole thing's rigged in our favor and it is what it is. I mean, it's the dumbest thing in the world because it's still subjective. Like they 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 have a committee who decides the teams that are actually going to be in the championship, and the playoffs. They don't ever decide any of this on the field, and it's the most un-American thing that's going on. I mean, you think of college football as like, hey, this is it's not. It, this is this is un-American, and you're and and you're talking, you're talking the Deep South here. That's about as traditional America as you can get. And they're un-American because they're saying, we're going to arbitrarily decide a champion, okay? And when they brought Texas and Oklahoma into the mix, they're basically saying, we're, we're, we're trying to uh, monopolize college football. We'll just, we'll just get all the, all the really good teams with us and forget you guys. There's only one move, only one move in college football that could could have even happened, and that was this alliance. I mean, the the other option is they go they go nuclear, and they say, okay, um, we're we're just gonna we'll, we'll create our own conferences, and we'll divvy up the teams. What makes the the best sense? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna battle popularity with the with the SAC, you got to take the the traditional teams. From the Pac-12 that have relevance, and really what they are is their USC. It's sad to say this, but UCLA, uh, they're garbage now. Been garbage for a while, but they're they're a traditionally known power, and, and Oregon, and maybe Washington. And I'm a Utah guy, but I know I know I know how the cards are stacked right now, and that's just that's that's what people would perceive. So if you took – and you joined those with the Ohio States and the Michigans and maybe Penn State, maybe Wisconsin, maybe, uh, then, then you're – then you – you know, that, that can compete. That can compete with uh, what the SEC has. So this alliance basically, uh, you know, says – and then if you threw in Clemson, you know, then you've got – you have balance. That, that becomes interesting for television. So it was, the only, it was the only move. I mean, this alliance thing was the only move. Now, it, it really, when they say we don't have a formalized agreement, we really just basically are saying what they were saying is we're not going to do anything. And, and that was probably the best move possible from the standpoint of It's it, it, on the surface, I thought they were trying to basically eliminate the Big 12. And what they were really trying to do is say Big 12 we're giving you an opportunity to potentially salvage your conference and the, and so the, the the alliance basically said we're putting a freeze on anyone else pulling a Texas Oklahoma thing none of us are going to do that we're not going to go poach other other teams from other conferences we'll agree on that we know that's not good for college football and what they're and what they were saying is um okay Big 12 you know you, you still have life and maybe you can figure out something to do something to salvage here before everything changes. Cause I guarantee you, none of these conferences wanted to have like a run on the banks happen with teams and conferences because, because the smart thing for a conference to do is you got to match strength with strength. And, and the big 10 is, is the biggest, longest. And so they're they're they got to figure out how to how to match with the sec. And the only way is to go poach top tier programs from other conferences. And, and then it just, and and then it just, it it annihilates and basically disenfranchises two thirds of college football and Utah would be one of those schools. They just become a second tier conference. Like what, what's happened with the big 12. And, and, and I, and I don't believe that really helps everyone and the sec doesn't care. They really don't care. They're just like, yeah, whatever. And it's almost like they're they're cutting off their nose to spite their face. The NFL exists is extremely popular because there's parody. And it's popular across the country because there's parody. A lot of people like, yeah, they'll watch college football, but in the West, it's waning. Fans aren't out watching. They watch it Utah, they watch it Washington, uh, they watch it, Oregon, but every other school, I mean, even USC. You know, people are whatever. They don't care, and they don't care because college football has done a brutally poor job of creating a national brand. they, they It's really more regional. It's like, yeah, the SEC and somebody else is going to play for a national championship, and that stinks for everyone, except for those schools. And and why they don't, why don't they don't recognize this? I I think they do. I hope they do. And why they don't actually go out. And play um, an actual on-the-field playoff system, and give people a chance, and they don't, and and no one cares, and and they should, and it's like this name, image, likeness. Uh, until someone stands up to it and says, "We want uh, expanded playoffs. We want playoffs. We want the conference champions to play each other in a in a in a playoff system." And a few at-large teams, and you can still keep the subjective part of it, but it's not gonna it's not going to be the top end of it. Your season has to matter beyond you know style points or whatever or uh popularity and and so this alliance on the surface when I saw it, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. they're not doing anything. This, what, what is this? But what they're really saying is Yeah, by not doing anything, we're doing everything. We're actually giving this a chance to work. Now, now with the Big 12, who do you bring into your conference? You're not going to replace Texas and and, uh, Oklahoma. But there are teams out there that could give you um, some life above an AAC conference and maybe slightly below a Power 5 conference or, you know, just – Right on, the, right on the precipice of, of being a power five conference. And, and I think that's really good for, for college football. And what, what happens is now things calm down. Nothing, nothing new is going to happen as far as teams moving. The Pac-12 even said, look, we're not going to expand. And I know George Kliakoff was like, I got people banging down my door that want to get into Pac-12. And, and they're like, no, we're, we're not going to, it may change down the road. These teams may make some realignment. There may be super conferences of 16 teams and that's not bad. That that could be, again, that might be the better solution down the road. So I'm really happy, um, quite frankly, about this alliance um, and what it's trying to do and, and appears to be doing because college football just got to get over itself and like welcome everyone to the party and and let everyone in and and just play and figure out on the field who the best teams are. I understand it's all about television. It's all about money, but uh, you make a whole lot more money if you invite more people. All right. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Helmets Off is, well, it's now off. Um, Check us out on Facebook at the Helmets Off podcast, Twitter at the Helmets Off show. Until then, we'll see you then.